This is Talk Freight. Talk Freight. And this is Craig Bliss. What is up, everybody? It is Craig. Today is Tuesday, and we are doing our another members helping member video. And tonight we are going to do it with group member Jamin. Uh, tonight, what is very interesting about this video tonight is he was actually not a member until tonight, and so he signed up a couple weeks ago when I threw out the um, you know, the form to sign up to speak on camera to the group freight brokers and truck drivers. And he actually filled it out. I think he said he found it on LinkedIn or through another person who is a member of our group. So it's definitely going to be a fun one. He's actually a seasoned or an experienced freight broker who now works at an asset-based carrier or a trucking company rather. And so, like I said, it should be a good one. Like I'm doing always, I just need two seconds to share it out to the groups. As I always say, it doesn't allow you to share it until you're already live. Definitely inconvenient. So, but that's what I'm doing now. So if you guys could hit that share button to share it out or like it, that's how it gets found in the Facebook world there. And so we should be good to go. Awesome. And so, like I said, tonight we're speaking with Jamin. I, I can hear me, so we're good to go. We're speaking with him, finding out why he's successful, what makes him successful, tips and tricks for you know other people in the industry to help them out to get where he's at and all that fun jazz. Just like the last videos, it's just us having conversation, members helping members to learn from them. Um, hopefully we can all learn from them. Cause like I said, when we started this thing, not everybody knows everything. We have all learned from some types of mistakes at one point or the other, but it's best to learn from the mistakes of others. So you don't make the same mistakes or at least, you know, save some time and not doing what that is. So anyways, I'm going to go ahead and bring him on. He's uh, he just joined in here. So we should be seeing him in just a couple seconds here. There we go. <laughs> hold up, hold up. Okay, okay. Here he is. Here he is. All right. Can you can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Hello. Hello. Thank you, Craig. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you too. I like I said when I was starting it. You know, it's interesting how this is our members helping members more specifically for our group freight brokers and truck drivers. But as it turns out, you just became a member. Uh, yeah. of our group tonight. <laughs> and so a long, I long time that. fan. I feel like that's that uh, long time listener, first time caller deal. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. You know, I don't post much on LinkedIn. So, you know, I'm glad you, if that's where you found it, you know, you were able to get it here. So, you know, just like um, if you haven't seen the rest of the uh, videos, basically we just talk freight with other members of the industry. Um, you know, our group freight brokers and truck drivers, full of freight brokers, truck drivers, as the name suggests, but also we have shippers, people on the freight tech side, people in logistics media, people from all over. So I'm definitely glad Great. to have you here. And I just want to ask you, you know, who you are, what you do, where you come from, and all that jazz before we get started. Sure. Um, who I am, you you nailed my first name, by the way, too, Jamin. I respond to anything with a J. <laughs> I'm never offended if that gets butchered, butchered but you crushed it. So awesome. good deal. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, yeah, I started back in 06 at Freight Quote. And uh, man, I was terrible. I, I was god awful. I started in sales, did not understand, nor was I trained, depending on how you look at it the value that a, a broker, a 3PL could bring. Sure. And uh, right at about the six month mark, they called me in and were like, hey man, you're fired from sales. Like that's done. 
but we like that you show up on time and basically aren't a problem child. So <laughs> we're going to start a truckload division. Fair enough. Um, because they, you know, the freight quote primarily focused on LTL, especially at that time. Sure. Um, and I was like, cool, I, I'll go do that without even knowing what that was. Right. This is, this is where I really fell in love with the industry. And it was because of trucking companies, both dispatchers and, and owner operators, because they're the ones who taught me the business. That's where it finally clicked of, oh, okay, here's the value that uh, a 3PL or freight broker could bring. Here's what uh, trucking companies need. And just started seeing sort of the, the uh, symbiotic relationship. Sure. And so, yeah, it wasn't, and no disrespect to, to Freight Quote because Truckload was a, a new product to them at the time as well. But for me, I learned the industry and was trained from owner operators and trucking companies and dispatchers. So that's really your, why your message resonates with me because I feel like now 13 or 14 years later, uh, where I'm at, I owe it to this type of collaboration that uh, you're curating with this group. Um, I like it. Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, that's where I started. Then I, I've uh, worked at C.H. Robinson for some time where I got another level of, of education uh, courtesy of drivers. I worked on site and managed a drop trailer pool. So I was checking drivers in, checking them out. And uh, you just really learn a different side of the industry than they, they teach you in a, a classroom or that they could teach right. them, right, to be fair. Right. Um, and then I went uh, back to Freight Quote, and then C.H. Robinson bought Freight Quote, and then uh, <laughs> went to a, a small brokerage, a startup brokerage uh, uh, in Kansas City. And then now I'm, uh, like you had said, with an asset-based uh, company that also does cross-stock services, drayage, and, and things like that, um, where I thought the coolest thing they did in my first week of training was spent all ride-along. Uh, nice. Right along with with their drivers, and I thought that was an awesome touch. That is, um, and I would really encourage anyone if there's any way to get, especially newer reps, right? Like I, I was year thirteen or fourteen, and it was blowing my mind to be doing a ride along, just right. learning little stuff. That's um, awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And I think you know, you say you resonate with me. You know, I think a lot of it. Um, I I'm the same with you because. A lot of very similarities, you know, in the um, that we have in our experience. I only been around for about ten years. Actually, March it will be officially ten years, I suppose, here in a couple months. But same thing, you know. I worked at a broker for three years before, or brokers for three years before hopping over to the carrier side, thanks to a uh, you know a small fleet owner taking me under his wing, essentially, you know, telling oh, me man. that what you think you know is not logistics. <laughs> There's way more to logistics yeah. than you picking up the phone calling me for a truck, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, just like you, I credit, you know, the majority of my experience, not just to that particular fleet owner, but a lot more that he introduced, you know, introduced me to and the business and others that I networked to. Um, so I find that very fascinating, especially I was talking to somebody about Freight Quote not too long ago. You know, I, I was a huge fan of Freight Quote, you know, back in the day, especially when I did, you know, Sprinter, a lot of air freight, you know, stuff. Oh, like nice. That. Yeah huge in Chicago uh, when I was up there. So I was a big fan of them. <laughs> yeah, I got I got nothing but love for them. Like the, a lot of, uh, I owe a lot to them. Even the fact that I got those opportunities to have raw conversations and get sure. trained by uh, essentially those uh, truck drivers and dispatchers. Right. They allowed for that. Like, hey man, yeah. Like we don't have all the answers right here. Like 
go get it, go have the experiences. And so exactly appreciative to, to that freight quote environment. For sure. For sure. And, you know, I also find it fascinating, you know, you being a, an experienced freight broker working at different, um, not only different freight brokerages, but you're talking about mega brokerages as well as, you know, more digital freight brokerages, if you will, you know, with emerge, I saw on your LinkedIn mm -hmm. has yeah. quote in a lot of ways. Tell me how that experience has helped you on the carrier side now, because you know me, I'm all for my drivers for, you know, truckers ally using experience on the brokerage side to make them better or to make life easier on the trucking side. So tell me that transition. How was it transitioning out of mega brokerage, these digital freight brokerages to a carrier? Sure. Yeah. And man, I like the dirty little secret is they're all sort of similar, right? Right. Uh, no, we, I know we have different, different front end, different marketing, different offerings. Now, surely the technology is different. So I'd say, uh, but it, on the back end, it, it feels very similar sure. uh, from the sales guy perspective to just Got be it. super blunt. Um, but from the, the aspect of the carrier, this is where I really think you, can, you should really be paying attention to the different digital freight brokerages or right. uh, the different apps or uh, even the more traditional models and finding, well, let me back up two steps. The carriers that I've seen be most successful, and this goes even for the brokerage side, know your pitch to hit, right? Like know your sweet spot and then reverse engineer it. All right. So you got different digital platforms like an Emerge or you got the Ubers and, and right. uh, convoys. Uh, just reverse engineer who's got the freight that best is, you know, in your sweet spot. Right. And uh, really form relationships uh, with those guys. Even on the uh, – I was very – impressed or surprised, however you want to put it, on the digital freight brokerage side, we sometimes think that it's this cold transaction, but there's some additional benefits or lines of sight that a carrier can get if they have a human uh, relationship that they foster. Um, because there's always some freight that goes outside of the norm or that doesn't always hit the, the digital boards per se. Right. And, and so that that people aspect and investing in some relationships for a carrier, I think is super applicable, even though maybe the marketing and the verbiage is make, sounding like it's more frictionless right. technology-based transaction. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. You know, um, I hear from both sides, right? Because, you know, from me being on all sides of the industry, I'm all for digital freight brokering and any type of brokering that makes the job on the trucker side easier. And so I know a lot of people are like, oh, Craig, as a broker, you shouldn't support, you know, digital freight brokers. That being said, I also hear from carriers. Why are you supporting robots, essentially, or AI technology <laughs> or whatever you want to call it? And you know me, how I always say time equals money. So the more time you save, the more money you make. But I'm also all for drivers being in control, having control, being able to run their entire business on their Android, thanks to an app or thanks to a digital brokerages or thanks to, you know, load boards that you can get from an app like the standard, you know, truckstop.com and other load boards out there. Anything to make a driver, you know, take control of their own business, their own business. I'm all for it. You know, and that's the main reason why I support, you know, those types of, uh, those types of technologies there. Yeah. I, I think that's really well said. And, and for me, I, I I don't understand so much why people get emotional about AI or digital. Man, like what, what do we all think? It's not, you know, right. I could hate it. You could hate it. It Guess what? It's going to happen. Right. We might as well figure out how to best utilize it for each of our individual businesses. 
Right. And uh, yeah, it's it's uh, no need to. Uh, the very few majority get emotional about it. But it's like, oh, we can make this all work for us. In fact, sure. it gives. I think that the transparency, the positive side of it is now it's less we've sort of dealt in the shadows uh, in these different relationships. Now we're all getting it. We all know the price. We know what Elaine goes for. Yeah. We know what the other's making essentially. Sure. And I think that that's good, right? Like it's, it's uh, more, uh, more symbiotic relationships. I'm not right. saying well, kumbaya, like I'm not trying to be a cheese ball, but <laughs> no, I'm you know, with you. it's, it's a, uh, adapt and thrive that's why no i, I like I that a big thing so <laughs> i like that and, yeah and talking about that one thing i always mention is you know i definitely understand you know when i talk to truck drivers are like i'm not using that technology you know i have a phone you know i get it because one thing that i um i like to use as an example is my dad if he was a driver there's no way i could see him using an app if a broker told him hey steve use this app He's going to say, yeah, okay, yeah. call me on my flip phone, you know. But in the same hand, I think a lot of it, a lot of the reservations towards, you know, using or adapting to technology, like you said, is the fear of not knowing or the fear of the unknown. It's, you know, when you're signing up for the app, it says, do you agree to this? Do you authorize this? Do you do this, this, this? Do you agree you're going to be tracked, you know, for a certain amount of time? I think some people, especially the older veteran drivers, they may feel overwhelmed until someone like you or someone like I or somebody else in the industry, an ally, if you will, kind of breaks it down to them, let them know what this actually does, the benefits, how it can enhance their business, how they can make more money. And that moment, I feel they uh, feel more relieved and more willing to adapt or use a technology. And sometimes just as simple as a load board. Another thing I say is, you know, eight years ago, the big thing was, or six years ago, maybe I can't remember, getting drivers to accept MacroPoint. Yeah. I even don't even know if they're around hardly anymore because there's, there's <laughs> yeah. so many other options to do it. But I remember telling people, you know, at one brokerage, we were at a 19% macro point su success rate and we were loving it. That was the early adoption. Now I look at it if I was a broker, 100% digital tracking or probably had to look at another option. And I think a lot of drivers yeah. are struggling with the adaption of the technology requirements that a lot of shippers and or you know, brokers hold them to it. And so I can definitely, definitely relate to that one here. Um, yeah, I, I was going to mention you're now, um, of course, these videos aren't about the company represent, but I noticed you yeah. represent a company called rail delivery out of California. Is that right? Yes. Uh huh. And they, uh, they're a cool, cool outfit, cool story. Uh, they were formed, um, in the late seventies, early eighties nice. out of, um, a husband and wife team that uh, their friend uh, worked for a company that was about, he was a driver that was about to go out of business. And uh, they said, Oh no, like we, we want to help support our buddy. Uh, he was a trans is a transportation lawyer. Good so they said, Hey, we'll, we'll buy this company and run with it. And, and they did, and they've just crushed it in uh, drayage, cross dock, regional um, uh, transportation and now where I've gotten brought on uh, with a team is to start up a brokerage arm of, of the company there. So they're, they're have allowed over time their customers, their shippers to dictate what, what product lines they need to get into. And right now the next phase for them is a brokerage. So I um, really I'll cool. actually ask that. So I'm glad you mentioned yeah. that first because, uh, you know, I've been in that position before where, 
your brokerage or you have brokerage experience, you get hired on as carrier. I can only imagine the plans for that. So it's exciting mm -hmm. that you're there to kind of grow up or develop a brokerage. Um, you mentioned mm -hmm. that it's husband and wife, husband and wife owned. After looking at the website, I believe it's wife owned because one line that's yeah. out, like yeah. woman owned, technology driven. And so, um, you know, the tech, not only the woman owned part, because, you know, I'm all for that. Uh, yeah. The technology driven really stood out to me because there's a lot of verbiage, a lot of language on their website when I quickly mm -hmm. glance about the technology that they use. And I have a feeling that's part of their success. Would you would you agree with that? Yeah. And and so what I've seen in a, a short time there and really appreciated learning from uh, the folks there is they've done a blend of right. Like technology is awesome. It's not sure. something to be scared of. It's it's not something that's going to all of a sudden we're going to be working for the robots. <laughs> it's a tool. Sure. And it's a tool that is best used in the hands of the best people. Right. So it's more an empowerment tool. And so uh, they were tracking trucks in the uh, the 80s um, in a way that was uh, now, you know, very macro point like. Sure, sure. <laughs> so that's even the funny thing. Some technologies are coming in that, that are on our radar. We're adopting now and, and are, we're treating as disruption. have been around for a long time. Right. Um, it's just now we have more an appetite for it on a bigger scale. But yeah, so their their big thing is like, look, you start with the people still um, and get the best people and then give them the best technology to utilize as a tool. And uh, it can it can work together and uh, go go really well together. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And, you know, my last couple of videos, I've been real big the last few weeks of, um, you know, technology tools, you know, tricks of the trade, all about that to help people in the industry. Um, and one thing that I've been talking about a lot is carriers or trucking companies rather who are starting up brokerages because I'm all for trucking companies start up their own trucking, you know, the trucking companies start up their own brokerage, you know, to either cover the overflow, the overflow freight or to just enhance their operations, make another division to make more money. So I find that very interesting because lately I have been noticing a lot of carriers saying, you know what, I can do this. I can open up brokerage. I can either, you know, broker the overflow freight with authorization that I have mm -hmm. now or hire a sales guy and go out there and get some freight. And one thing that I find interesting, I want to bring up, you know, your company or the, the company you represent is not like all companies. Some companies, you know, think they could just start a brokerage authority, call up an agent, hire them on the spot and say, we're a brokerage, go out there and be broker. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. You know, you need the technology, yeah. you need the systems, you need, you know, the infrastructure, if you will. You need the experience behind it. Um, and in your case, you know, just again, glancing through the website, a lot of things about trucks, a lot of services, a lot of technology. Um, I believe it will be a successful brokerage. So I'm glad you brought it up because I wanted to ask you about that because I've been doing a lot of uh, carrier encouragement of starting yes. brokerages. Yeah. You know, and something I'd encourage uh, carriers um, to even talk to their, and I learned this through uh, rail delivery services. Before they opened a, a brokerage, they talked to their customers about it. Nice. They had some tight relationships, talked to their customers about it. And one of their largest customers, who's a very mature, uh, large company, sure. uh, said, yeah, we actually encourage that because we think it can make you a, a more robust and healthy company. You're go. already our valued partner. You're doing well. That's good for us. And so I think uh, some carriers, some trucking companies, 
might be encouraged and uh, surprised might not be the right word, but uh, encouraged by sure. what some of their current relationships and customers might say. And the way that now they may be like, okay, hey, now that you're doing that, let me bring you into the fold on this. Or before I didn't show you this RFP because it went outside your region. Here, start digging right. in on this. Um, so yeah, I, I would encourage That's a awesome. high level of transparency between uh, existing shippers that, that carriers work with because they might be surprised. Nice. And I, you know, I'm always about that because I know a lot of times people don't want to mention the brokerage side thinking, oh, it may harm our, you know, asset <laughs> side. But I often see it the opposite. I think it's all about the delivery and about mm -hmm. your approach. And speaking of that, you know, I have a, uh, a friend in the industry in the Georgia area. He was actually on the trucking side until he retired. You know, he always had a uh, an interest in logistics. So once he retired, reached out to some friends. And as it turns out, one of those old contacts in the industry said, hey, we're struggling finding great brokers. Are you interested in starting a broker? <laughs> Over the course of a year, guess what he did? He started a brokerage. Not only that, that customer, if you will, that's helped them start up, you know, or the first customer for his brokerage, they said, if you get a couple of trucks, we have a lot more business for you. So that's exactly what that guy did. Within two years or even less, he cool. a whole brokerage and a couple of trucks. And he's a guy who retired from the trucking agency or the trucking side. And it all started by having a conversation with an old contact. And that guy was like, "Hey, open up broker. We need to open up a brokerage. We need a guy like you to handle it." And so I think a lot of drivers can, you know, use that information for encouragement, if you will, or at least to use it to uh, think about what they want to do. You know, if they want to hop out the truck there. So I completely I, uh, agree. Yeah, I have a couple of uh, questions for you because I know it's about the same. You mentioned a little bit, but what is your advice for you know freight agents or even truck drivers, especially for approaching shippers? or, you know, attracting shippers or people with freight in general? Do you have any advice for people like that? Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes we, and I, I literally mean we, like myself, I'm just as much speaking to myself right now, overcomplicate it and think that we have to, because there are so many cool technologies, right. apps and, and, and all that, but you literally get back to where the rubber meets the road. Right. Uh, Keeping it, it back to basics, yeah. Yeah, and and inserting your personality in there. Um, if you're not a tech forward person, don't lead with super tech side. Just do not apologize for being about the relationship side of it. If you're a super tech forward type person, lead with that, and don't apologize for not being as like uh, you know lovey dovey type. <laughs> We're gonna be homies <laughs> relationship. Like yep, yep. Um, and, and that's something that I've seen. And again, I'm speaking to myself too, because sure. uh, I'll fall into it randomly, but not overcomplicated. It's still about relationships and leading with your person. If we're talking about sales, right? your personal flavor, um, your personal style, because um, that is the only competitive advantage that you really have. And there are people that you could approach and talk to that will absolutely love you. And I can come with the spiffiest uh, technology, the uh, the absolute most suave delivery. Right. And they just, they're not, they're never even going to hear what I say. Yeah. Um, so I think just keep it, keep it simple and just talk to people network. Um, I've even been surprised uh, to, to get to, and encouraged to see like how many, um, uh, through rail delivery services, 
they actually swap business with other carriers and kind of develop their own backend networks. Got it. Uh, they've defined, hey, here's our sweet spot. When we get something outside of the sweet spot, they're almost brokering in a different way, but just trading. So, yeah, it's just I think talk to everyone. Don't limit yourself right. of, you know, I'm a freight agent. I'm a carrier. I'm a, a 3PL guy. I'm only going after shippers. We can all talk uh, because there's even freight now I'll get as a, a, a broker. And I'm like, ah, this I just don't think I can really be a benefit. But if I just why wouldn't I just put them direct with this local L.A. basing right. guy? Um, who will move these loads all day for 200. And what am I going to do? Put like a $10 margin on it. It's just, it. So you start having those conversations and it, it's amazing how, how much we can all work together just by keeping it simple. And like I was saying earlier, if we just each identify the pitch that we like to hit and uh, yeah. I, I, That's solid advice. Everyone, everyone just talking. Right. Yeah, <laughs> Again, no, real simple, just talking. <laughs> yeah. You know what? That is actually solid, solid advice because I don't know if you know, back in the day, I used to work for a shipper. You know, part of my job was setting up, you know, brokers and carriers, of course, um, mm -hmm. as well as, you know, managing RFQs and all that jazz. But a lot of times or oftentimes more times than I can count, people call in reading from a script. And I yeah. absolutely hated it. <laughs> it would almost turn me off instantly because, I've been there. I've done that. And, but on the same hand, you will also have people call in, you know, just like a friend, like I'm answering the phone from, you know, just a dude to a dude or whoever, a friend yeah. to a friend. And most likely that person gets a business because, you know, sales is just relationships. It's not begging, you know, you won't beg somebody on the first day for everything you want. You're kind of <laughs> building that, idea. you know what I'm saying? So you kind of build on that. And it's the same exact thing with logistics, you know, it's freight brokering. Um, and that's why I like, you know, talking about a lot with drivers, because as it turns out, the same tips that, you know, freight agents and freight brokers can use to get their own shippers, drivers can, you you know, do the same, whether it's an owner op, a small fleet or a carrier, they can do the same. Sometimes those different, you know, resources, maybe at the add mm -hmm. a person, or maybe at the train, somebody do it. However, the end result is they still can get their own direct shippers. So I definitely appreciate Absolutely, that. Yeah. You know, acting yourself, um, exactly what I was talking about yesterday, you know, understanding what you want to move, understand, you know, how you want to conduct business, finding your niche or niche. Um, yeah, what I'm, is the right I, way to say that? Yeah, I, I don't <laughs> I guess know. It depends I, who you're talking to. <laughs> <laughs> you ask Surrey and then you don't even know how to say it to her. And so I know. I'm yeah. a niche guy. <laughs> oh, niche guy. There we go. Yeah, I'm usually but a niche, then but then uh, <laughs> people may think I'm saying something else from like, we're going to talk about niches. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. Awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, I, I definitely think that was solid advice. Um, another question I want to ask, you know, again, you being on both sides, now you're on the carrier. Is there any advice for truck drivers or carriers to build a better relationship with brokers? Anything that you see, um, any tips or tricks for that? That's a good question. You know, I got hit with something from a, uh, owner operator that also it's kind of a network of three or four guys basically started this where they started this relationship with me the credit goes to them this was their sure. idea and it's worked well for both of us um it's like look why don't uh you just start selling it we'll split whatever the profit is like we'll figure it out what what you get it at so if if i'm able to to win the business at 800 and you know uh, he moves it for sick. Well, you know, we'll, we'll split the remaining. So just having a super transparent relationship nice. 
even though a lot of technologies go into that type of transparency, I think we could learn uh, from where tech's going anyways and just be transparent in our relationships yep. and building that trust. So yeah, we, we've started to, to work together and now I've started to pitch that to some other, other guys I work with. Um, and that's where I'm not now the, the big bad broker trying to get them to move <laughs> junk for a dollar a mile. It's yeah. like, Hey man, like, let's try to, let's find this sweet spot. Let's sure. get the freight. We'll split whatever's left over. And uh, I've also found, which I forget sometimes, even all my love for drivers, all, you know, and, and how much I owe them. I just still forget because I'm not sitting in, behind that wheel all the time. Yeah. Man, like brokers got to understand how hard that work is. We, as, as brokers, we surely work very hard. There's surely right, right. certain unique stresses on and on and on. But sometimes in the past, the, the pay scale super skewed, in my opinion. No, I'm with you. Uh, brokers with making you. fat rips that aren't commiserate with, you know. So I'm not upset, even though that maybe uh, other people in the industry or if my bosses are watching my back, hey, come on, man. But I, <laughs> I'm down fun. for I'm down for for it to be to be leveled out a little more transparent. Sure. And I like uh, I've found, you know, the, the, the drivers can get a little more or if it's a little skinny on a given load, they're like, all right, but we know why. And then now the next one, we'll, we'll make it up. We'll make it up together. And now both of us are more focused on getting business that suits sure. us, less focus on this, this odd back and forth haggling where we yeah. maybe, maybe we get a quote unquote win-win or we're both wondering, did I leave $10 on the table? It's just like, no, here's this. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And that also helps with having relationships with those brokers where you'd be like, man, yeah. don't do me that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so it all starts with you can't just, you know, book freight. A carrier can't just book freight off a low board and expect that broker to be their best friend. And we're speaking yeah. best friend rate wise. So you have to build these relationships with them. Keep in contact. Call them for two minutes. Just say, hey. And when they're like, hey, what did you want? You just simply tell the broker, hey, just making sure all is well. Hopefully get some next week. Have a good one. You know, it's, yeah. uh, it's one of that. It so. That's a really good point. Like even just, I don't like, I don't know how to quite say this to your point though, but like even just pleasantries, like it always makes go. a huge impact on both sides, right? Like I've been on, on sales floors where I'm hearing carrier guys. I'm like, dude, you didn't even say like goodbye. You didn't even say hello. You're just like, Oh, Arizona, LA. Like we're going, we're trying to move this for, you know, free. I'm with you. Yeah. and, and on the other side, you know, you get some drivers cause they've been talked in that way. It's like, right. Oh, Hey buddy, you know, like, uh, we want to do it for X price. And it's like, oh, we're people like, we're, like, let's just talk. <laughs> one thing uh, I said, joke around has been a couple of years. since I broke her day to day, but one thing I'll joke around and be like, don't you even want to know anything about the freight. They said, well, I'm <laughs> yeah. on, you know, on the low board. Okay. I'll give you credit yeah. for that for this one. But next yeah. time sort of, what's your price? I'm like, Whoa, you know, yeah. Hey, <laughs> You know, yeah. I'm on this lane, you know, how you than, doing? <laughs> yeah, I, I know exactly. You know, in that, uh, in that statement, I couldn't help to notice you mentioned transparency a bunch of times. And, you know, I also use the word transparency a lot because I'm a big fan of blockchain technology. And now nice. I know that's being introduced and logistic and logistics slowly, but surely no freight ways doing a ton with it. You know, I know there's organizations like the blockchain, you know, Alliance. I did notice that the company you're with now, they, uh, they're also part of a blockchain alliance on logistics. So I find that interesting that you mentioned the word transparency, the company represent, 
uh, they're part of the blockchain block, you know, blockchain technology, which means, you know, transparency, um, you know, basically in a nutshell there. So I find that very interesting because I think transparency is really going to change or reshape this industry to what it should be there. Totally agree with you. And I think sometimes we throw the word transparency around and we all right. think we know what we mean. But to your point, blockchain's coming. That's like hyper transparency. Like we can't fluff <laughs> transparency at, at, at the blockchain level. And I think that's good. Yeah. And I actually think it's going to be painful for some. Um, and I think we'll almost have two levels of transparency. There's the relationship transparency or just the human aspect. And then there'll be yeah. the, the blockchain business side of it. Right. And man, if we can meet those two up, I think it's just going to make us all faster. Like, sure, our given margins may be slimmer. Uh, it may be, you know, the the days of of uh, fluffing different things or getting that late thousand dollar rip uh, on happen. Friday that brokers <laughs> always talk about. It doesn't exist. Like that's yeah. no, that's not bad. Uh, so just because margins may get slimmer or things maybe get hyper uh, transparent. I think that's going to be good because what you'll get is you're going to, it's going to trim that fat of it is. Um, bad brokers, bad carriers, yeah. bad shippers, right? Like it's going to all, it's going to all be out there. Yeah. And the most basic form, you know, when um, I don't get into the nitty gritty with too much with the blockchain. Uh, but what I tell people is it's kind of like this, you know, once we have that technology, let's say 10, 15 years down the road, you're at a shipper for let's say two hours, boom, you know, uh, detention is automatically applied. There's no asking, there's no proofing, you know, the layovers, boom, automatically applied. Payments, boom, automatically applied. There's no shadiness, if you will, with the use of blockchain. So I definitely, uh, I only brought that up because yeah. you said transparency and I noticed that blockchain on the website. Uh, and so your application of it for load and unload times going into detention, that would be awesome. That's one of the most cringeworthy things where I, I'm like, man, I'm actually shocked how much patience carriers have with specifically brokers because yeah. un, unseasoned brokers, and it's usually not their fault, they've not been trained right, where they will fight and act like those, you know, the, the times it takes to load and unload aren't important. And be like, oh my gosh, like, right. <laughs> that is wild. Like that is time. It is. And I'm, I'm glad, you know, you with your brokerage experience, as well as at the carrier now that you believe that because, you know, detention and all accessorial charges, it's a big issue because a lot of yeah. it is now, you know, trucks with this timer in them now they have to hold to it. And so now again, time equals money. Therefore detention, as I always tell drivers, I know it's only 50 bucks, but I'm going to fight for that 50 bucks for you because you definitely deserve more, but at least you have 50 bucks to kind of help out a little bit there, but yeah. Yeah. You know, this was definitely fun. I'm definitely glad I had you on here. It gave a lot of great advice, a lot of solid, solid tips. Um, and I'm glad other people, you know, whether they watch live or going to catch the replay or the podcast on trucking.fm, they're going to benefit from the advice that you gave and the tips and tricks. So I definitely appreciate that. And anytime you want to hop on here to talk freight with a group, freight brokers and truck drivers, send me a message and let's set it up. Um, nice. because I think with your experience, it can really help out members, helping members really. I dig it. And, uh, yeah, if there's anything I say, if anyone in the, the group, uh, notice like, Hey, got a suggestion or a, a better idea than what I voiced, like, please share it with me. I'm stoked to be a part of the, the group right. now and, and excited to learn from all of you. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Like I said, definitely appreciate it. Now you're a member. So I'm going to look forward to your contributions there, <laughs> your posts, comments, all that jazz. 
Uh, yeah, and if there's any problems with that, you know, reach out to me again. Thank you. And our next members helping members video with Talk Break with Craig Bliss will be this Thursday. I will let you know who that will be once we get there. So until next time, say no to cheap freight, remain professional, and let's make more money. See you later. Get them.